All right, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Locker Room presented by Players World, hosted by myself, Bryson, Kendall, and that's it. I thought we were going to get some introductions from the guys there, but I guess they're going to hello, hello. go we've silent. This, we've been on this podcast for about nine weeks. We're now famous, so I'll cross all <laughs> social media platforms. So I think we're <laughs> You might be set off. We get one TikTok. This guy thinks we're it. Yeah. <laughs> But it might hit 100k. I'm more. Uh, I'm more. I think it will. On the Instagram, you know, consistent 12k views. You know, we're growing. Yeah, you know how it goes. But we'll start off this episode talking about familiar topic for us. It's the NBA. First thing I want to get into is the All NBA team. So, is there anybody you feel like was snubbed from any of the three lists? And then also, I don't know the players, but there are a few players that won't make All NBA teams if we are following next year's rules. Do either of you all know who those people are? LeBron, I don't, Curry. but I can probably guess, yeah. Um, a few more. Like missed games or something? Yeah. I don't think MB would have made it, right? Yeah. Did he play 65? So. There was a few people that were like two or so games short. Um, I think uh, the one that, I mean, I, I didn't see, I saw the teams, but I don't remember them directly off the top of my head, but I know I didn't see James Harden on there. That's one I feel like. I mean, he was the NBA's assist leader. Didn't make an All NBA team. I so, mean, but who you got? Who are you gonna put him over? Like, let's pull up the yeah, third team the real first. quick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think you. De'Aaron, I mean, De'Aaron Fox was good. Dame, also LeBron being on a third team is just <laughs> criminal. He got yeah. the lowest amount of votes too. Like his total points were. They were the lowest out of those fifteen players. It was like eighty six. I think he got he he got one second team vote and then no first team votes. I'm pretty can sure. We, can we pull up the second team here? Y'all have that one too. Yeah. Second uh, team, we this got this one is where James Harden belongs here. Your second. Who's, who's he going over? Who's he going over? Right, the guy on the far right. Cardinal okay. and Donovan Mitchell. That's actually insane to say. Yeah, that is quite insane. What's absurd is the guy that's second in MVP voting is on the All-NBA second team. Which yeah, has happened, well, what, three years in a row now? That's just because of the, the way they vote on it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... Like, next year is going to be... Next year is going to be positionless. Yeah, which is a good change. Yeah. But... I think they, they're doing it because of this, because they knew it was like, eh... I mean, it's going to be three straight years where the second guy in MVP voting is going to be on second team. That's probably not how this should go. Yeah. Let's look at the first team here. Um, here's my thing. Two of these guys didn't make the playoffs on the first team. Is that first team caliber? Like, is that acceptable? If I'm kicking anybody, I'm, kick, I'm kicking Shea, putting in Donovan. Not going to lie. That is a criminal play. Well, I'm just going off Cody's point. Uh, the Thunder didn't make the playoffs. They made the play-in, but... Steph Donovan. Curry? Yeah, Steph Curry. Mm, I mean, he, he definitely had the right oh, to go in there just because of his career. But if we're going off this season, I'm going to put Donovan in there. He played more games. He led his team. Although Curry did lead his team as well. But, I mean... Yeah, Don led his team into the playoffs and then did what? He lost in the first round. Yeah, but also that's a thing too. You can't take well, the, what these guys do in the playoffs. To be fair, uh, I don't recall watching the game. They're all st- well, they're all out except Giannis. for two of them. Um, well, I was mainly meaning the guards that Donovan should be over. Oh right, yeah, um, but that's my point. They didn't do anything in the playoffs. Neither did Donovan Mitchell, and they had better regular seasons. So I don't think it says it on the graphic either. But who are considered the guards here? I guess Luca and Shea, right? They wouldn't yeah. put Tatum as a guard. No, he's a forward. So then you'd have to take out a guard, put in a guard. So Shea, and then from the second team, would I move up? Any of these people, I guess Curry, I would say Curry would be my top dog besides Jokic. But if we're Jimmy keeping Butler. the positions, then you can't put Jokic in there. I feel like Jimmy Butler's a guard. Game. I feel like Jimmy Butler's a two guard. Yeah. All right. Which I've seen on a couple shows, them comparing him to Jordan, like legitimately comparing him to Jordan, which His is I think, is, yeah, 
which I think is still completely. They think absurd. he's his son. <laughs> I've seen like just a stupid yeah, ass tweet I, about I that. They like morph their face together. I'm like, huh? I mean, I guess, but. But I, I do <laughs> want to point out one one fact about this. And if you take a look at the first team here, notice the players, notice the teams. Then also the second <clears throat> team, notice the players, notice the teams. And the third team. So there are two teams that have at two players on one of the All-NBA teams. The first one is the Kings, which two of them are shown in the graphic here. You got De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. And then the other one is the Celtics with a first-team member and Jason Tatum, and then second-team and Jalen Brown, which I know we've talked a lot about Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, um, especially after their performances last night. Well, I guess not there, but Tatum's performance last night. Where do we see this going? Uh, it's going to game seven. That's where it's going. Well, apart from the games, if they win a title, I think Jalen Brown stays. But if they don't win a title this year, I think Jalen Brown might be out. Yeah, I was just talking to a buddy about this last night. And, like, it's just a weird dynamic because those two play pretty much the same exact brand of basketball. Like, they're almost the same player. Like, the well, just going based off play style alone. And I don't feel like, like, if you go back and look at any of the top duos in the NBA, you got um, Durant and Booker, Jokic, Murray. Like, they are all play kind of well off of each other. Those two, like, I feel like are both ISO players, and they want the ball. They're trying to score the ball, and they play the same game. So it doesn't seem like it's going to work out. And if they have to pay both of them a super max contract, and they're going to be struggling with finding it's depth, not, and they're going to look just like the Suns. Where it's they not going to happen. To play, to have depth. Yeah, so let, let's talk about that for a second, though. Tatum, last night, obviously had a poor performance. I was giving him everything I could on Twitter. Um, he ended up picking up in the fourth quarter, and the Celtics are able to win. So does that say more about Tatum or more about the 76ers team? The performance from the Sixers is kind of disappointing considering Tatum was 1 of 13 at three points and they're down seven in the third quarter. And I'm pretty sure they were at home, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it was in Philly. and They had a lead in the fourth until Tatum started going off. Yeah, it's in Philly and they're down in the third quarter against a team that their best player has three points on 1 of 13 shooting. Yeah. It's unacceptable and it's... To be, I mean, it's that's one of the most disappointing performances that I've seen besides the Suns, I guess, last night. Well, the yeah. Sixers, uh, Embiid, he was what was he at the first half? I think he was like one of eight going in with like seven points, and five of them were from free throws. Yeah, so both both stars were. Both stars well, I think that's the bigger ball. point, though, is the fact that going into the fourth quarter, like Kendall said, Tatum's one for thirteen. He has three total points. One bucket made, three total points. And you have the MVP on your squad. You're at home, and you like you should be blowing this team out. It should be like literally the Suns and Nuggets game. Exactly how that went down. Jokic took care of business on a Booker off night, and they won by how many points? Almost 30, 25. Yeah. That's how it should look. That's what I'm saying, too. Like, Embiid is like, he's going against Al Horford. Like, what what is he doing? And why is he struggling so bad? Al Horford's 100 years old. I think it shouldn't. <laughs> Al Horford had a bad game the last game, too, didn't he? He was like 0 for 10 to end the game or something yeah, like that. But, like, I mean, Al yeah, Horford's he's not... guarding Embiid, and Embiid's just like, he's struggling a little bit. Now, last night he struggled. The game five, he didn't really struggle as bad. I think, I think he still had almost 30 points or something, but still. Like, last night in a winner go-home game, he's got to be better than that. Yeah. I mean, it's well, not – Last night wasn't a winner go-home. Not go-home. But do you, no, do you think that plays a factor into it too, is the fact that they I'll know they have another one? Yeah, I, I, that's the same way I look at it too because now I think the Celtics yeah, take Celtics this series without a doubt. Celtics going game seven at home, I don't think they're going to lose. Yeah, especially after a poor performance from Tatum, there's no way he goes back to back, right? Like he's taking that momentum from the fourth quarter into the next game. I see that at last night's game, like that, like it's the same thing with the Lakers game tonight. Like for me, it's a winner go home game for the Lakers tonight. 
I mean, Tatum had a bad first half one of the games earlier this series, too, and the Sixers have gotten two of their wins in Boston. Yeah, but a game seven off a bad night from Tatum where he did heat up at the end, like Kendall said, literally last podcast. He said, it doesn't matter. I know it's an all-star game, but when Tatum gets hot, he gets really hot. Yeah, like it's it's not something to play with. And I kind of think it falls down to, and I don't want to blame James Harden here, but the fact that he just played that role that he's used to playing as being the Robin to Embiid's Batman and just like putting assists up, barely scoring the ball. Like I think he needs to try to take control and put points on the board there. Oh, he has to for sure. If, especially if Embiid's going to be slowed down a little bit by Al Horford, like somebody. Which Jay, I guess is Jalen Brown guarding Harden. I think Tyrese Maxey was at the end of the game. I, I wasn't playing, paying close attention, but Ty- uh, Tyrese Maxey cannot guard James Harden. They're on the same team. That is correct. I don't know. I don't recall. I don't recall what I was seeing then. Well, <laughs> what's his... <laughs> maybe he was guarding Jalen Brown. Uh, that's what I, What's I was crazier is I didn't Brown catch that. Was <laughs> <laughs> I was just going along with it. I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. As you can see, it's early morning. Uh, still waking up. It's 12 yeah, o'clock so on the East Coast. Uh, they didn't have to know that, but um, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah. So Harden and Embiid had nine turnovers, nine of the 76ers total 11 turnovers in the game. Yeah, so, Harden was thir- had 13 points, and Embiid ended up, ended up finishing with 26. But, I mean, Harden, like you said, I think has to score the basketball. Like, yeah. that's there's When they win games, he's going for 40. When they lose games, he's going for 20 or less. Yeah, I, I could agree. But I do, like, I have to go back to the Jason Tatum thing. And it kind of plays into the Suns game as well with Devin Booker. To be the top dog and to be one of those players, you cannot fold in these type of games. You cannot. It's unacceptable. Ooh, Tatum? Tatum and Booker. Tatum didn't fold. He, he scored 16 in the fourth and not folding. Yeah, and his okay. team won. I'll give him a little bit of a pass. Yeah, that's, that's the only reason he gets a pass. If, you want to talk if we about want to talk about a fold. It's, uh, that would be considered a, a Donovan Mitchell type of deal. I was going to say Harden, but... Uh, Harden played it. Bring, bring, tell me how Donovan Mitchell folded. Tell first, me, dog, dog. You were a, you were the first one to admit that his playoff series was atrocious, and now you're he's not. In the I didn't playoffs. say it was atrocious. I said it was bad, I and I don't think it was. I don't think he folded at all. What, all right. Well, his performances are irrelevant. I don't. I mean, it happened a couple yeah. weeks ago because he's already eliminated. But like, yeah. What is, this guy's a Donovan Mitchell hater ever since he's been at Louisville? Like, oh my god. Well, what's Let more absurd about heart. that is the fact that you just said James Harden folded. He he's was four two, of sixteen last night. He's had he, two forty-point games and hit two. And he's done what he's supposed series. to do. He folded. Near, I'm just saying he folded last night. <laughs> we were talking about the game last night. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Is he he's playing a James Harden type game that he's played this season? Thirteen, seven, and nine. He's getting others involved. He has three steals and a block. Yeah, he's getting involved defensively. Donovan like Mitchell, he, game one, 38 points. All right, that was a good game. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Sound up. That was, then that the was next game, one. he had like nine assists, and Darius Garland had like 30, so he didn't need a score. They won by 20. The he next was game six, was really bad. Six of 11, 17 points, 13 assists. Decent game, they win. Next game, his team scores 79 points, and Donovan Mitchell's 9 of 19 with 22 points. Then you go into game number four here, which they then go down three to one. Donovan Mitchell, five of 18, 11 points, 0 of four from three. And then yep. they're down 3-1 in a game that they must win. Donovan Mitchell, 11 of 26, 28 points, three of 12 from the three-point line. So it wasn't necessarily as bad as I had heard, but the game that I watched was awful and that was the game he had like 11 points in a must win game to not go down 3-1 so yeah that I mean yes that was probably his worst game of his career but that's the point of this conversation is the fact that to be a top tier player to be a top caliber player to be in that discussion MVP 
whatever you want to call it, all NBA first team, all NBA second team, you cannot have these performances when the state of your playoff run is up for grabs at a single game. You can't have the worst game of your career. Yeah, you can't and people want to say, oh, it's just bad timing. But that's why they're not an all-time great. Well, I mean... You don't see LeBron. Like, LeBron's not playing in his greatest series, but he doesn't have an off night. He's doing the same thing game in, game out. Yeah. We don't see a 12-point performance or an 0-for-10 first half. You don't no, see not that. From a, not from a top-two player of all time, no. But, like, what I was going to say, like... <laughs> like, like how we look at it, how we look at at Kobe, how we look at Kobe. I mean, he he had bad games in the playoffs. Uh, I was making a video about Durant um, in 2012 when they played the Lakers, and in that series, like Kobe had a few games where he made only eight shots on like 30, so he was shooting less than 30 percent probably in those. If I do, if I'm doing the math correctly in my head, That's, that would be right. Ten for 33 percent. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so, I mean, I think we look at it with such – we're just looking at it, like, in the present. So, it has – like, when their career is done and, like, we're further down the road, we might remember Donovan as one of the greatest playoff performers ever because he is still top 10 in average – in uh, point-per-game averages in the playoffs. No, he's had a tremendous playoffs career until the, the like, game. Like, going into this playoffs, season – Going into the season, I'm pretty sure he was fourth in points per game average in the playoffs. The only people above him were AI, Jordan, and I think LeBron. Do I really care though? What's no, the, I'm just saying what's like the success in the playoffs though. It's not a lot. I'm not gonna lie, but like I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, he's right, and I agree with you. But putting up points and not winning games, what does that do for me? But speaking, I, I'm pretty sure Durant just got mentioned. Sorry, uh, last night Durant, what did he do? I fell asleep, but I know he didn't have a very good game before I fell asleep. <laughs> he was two for 11 in the first half. I know that much. Yeah, and Devin Booker was, what, he had one point in the entire second half. Yeah. I, I bet on Devin Booker over 32 points. Um, he <laughs> scored like 13 at, at yeah. the end of the third or something. So. Closeout game, these players that are supposed to be in the big-time conversation are coming up missing. Which, by the way, just to take you back real quick, Devin Booker, did he have a season that deserved to be on this list? Whoa. I didn't even realize he wasn't on here, but I don't think his regular season was as good anyway. No. It was not. Or, I can pull the real quick. How many games did Kevin Durant play? Probably not enough, because didn't he miss like a lot at the beginning of the year with when he was in Brooklyn? He missed a lot with the Suns. Like he played like five games with them before the playoffs started. That's right, because he like sprained his foot or something in warmups, yeah, in like warm-ups. in his first game. Yeah, I do remember that. First home game appearance, I believe. But either way, those big time players they cannot come up short in the playoffs, and I think that's the story right now for all of the NBA playoffs. Is yeah, these players? And like, a player that wasn't on the All NBA teams is that you would expect to be up there most of the time would be Anthony Davis. And I guess you could argue he didn't play that many games. He was pretty inconsistent all year. And that's a guy for the mm-hmm. for the Lakers who has been extremely inconsistent in the playoffs specifically. When he's locked in, he's going for 30 and 20. When he's not locked in, he's going for 18 and 10. And they're not winning games when he's doing that. And he got hurt the other night, which really hurt him coming down the stretch. They were tied up in that game when he got forearmed across the head. So, I agree that happened. But <laughs> yeah, it happened. God. <laughs> that man is absurd. I've never seen this dude exits the game every game. I mean that he, that hit he took was it was pretty it was. rough. Yeah, but, I'm surprised he didn't have a concussion because when he got up finally and walked off the court, he like I, hobbled and like I think he does. They said he left the game in a wheelchair. Yeah, no, he so, did. Which is they cleared concussion protocol. He cleared concussion protocol. Oh well, I don't know then. A head injury leaving the court. I'm pretty sure I saw like the coach in a Dar- wheelchair. Yeah, Darvin Ham or whatever said he's made significant strides. This was in a pr- presser after the game. It was like he's made significant strides. He's already doing a lot better um, than he was when he was here. And then I'm pretty sure the next day it came out and said, uh, or maybe later that night, one of the. Shams or whatever his name is on Twitter. Shams. 
Yeah, Shams, whatever. He said that um, it looks like Anthony Davis has avoided a concussion and will be questionable going into game six or something. Do we think it's a Tua situation, though, where it's like, eh, you, you need to play. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. But, like, that's why I thought he had a concussion. I mean, if you're leaving the game in a wheelchair, I'm thinking you probably got a concussion. You're a little woozy. You're a little dizzy. You can't walk. I don't know. but. No, oh, yeah, he stumbled coming off the court like that. I'm sure the concussion protocol is not the same in the NBA as it is the NFL, where if you stumble, you're automatically done for. But No, they don't got, like, spotters or anything in the crowd, I'd imagine, like the NFL does. No, definitely not. Either way, bro, this man is hurt every other game. We cannot deny that. So I I don't know if he needs to steer clear of the paint or. I saw Andrew Wiggins is questionable for game six with, like, a rib fracture or something. Ooh. That is, I think I remember the play that happened. It was like late in the game, and he went up for a layup, and he came down on the floor really hard. He wouldn't, yeah. he didn't get up for a little minute, but he seemed he's fine. Got like a rib fracture or something questionable. I saw it last night, so I'm interested to see how that goes tonight. Um, I think if the Lakers lose that one tonight, it could get scary for them in Game Seven. Even no, though LeBron's 100%. won a critical Game Seven in Golden State before. Uh, it's a new team. LeBron isn't at the peak of his performance like he was a couple years back. It's a new arena as well. Yeah. Whatever right. factor that plays. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. All right, let's get into our last NBA topic here. So um, when it comes to the MVP voting, we had Mark Jackson. There's a single voter who left Nikola Jokic, didn't receive any type of vote from them. And it came out, it was Mark Jackson. He put out a tweet. Um, I don't know what happened to the tweet. Let's see if I can get it pulled up. But you guys know what I'm talking about, at least? I don't. Yeah, he he had five votes. and or There were five players he voted for, and Nikola Jokic was not on there, which is absurd. Let's see. Getting it pulled up right now, just pulling a couple strings. Sorry, I'm a little unprepared. (laughs) So here's a tweet from Mark Jackson himself. He said, made an honest mistake with my MVP votes. My apologies to Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic. He's not only a legitimate MVP candidate who deserved my vote, but is truly one of the all-time greats. Again, my apologies. All-time greats, huh? That's a switch up. I'm not voting for him, not even giving him a fifth place vote. to calling him an all-time great. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it, but like, I, I the, just, the MVP voting this year was very, very skewed. I mean, like everybody thinks that Joel cried his way to an MVP, and I, I don't know if I agree or not. But I slightly do. Uh, I was big on Joel Embiid winning the MVP, like before they gave out the award. But once they gave it out, I was like, well, did he really deserve it? I, I don't know. It's questionable yeah. for me. The only thing that really proved that he deserved it is his like fifty point game over Jokic, but yeah, which I, mean, I think that's the biggest factor, to be honest. Yeah, in a league where defense isn't like being played and isn't like desired as much, I guess. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, I, I guarantee if Embiid played that game in Denver against Jokic because he sat out that game, uh, it was like a okay. month ago in the season. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I guarantee Jokic would have put up big numbers, and that could have swayed the voting even more. Jokic might have his third straight. Well, not if we got people out there not giving any type of votes. Nikola Jokic, like how? What doesn't make sense to me is how this guy can be so dominant, and you like literally just leave him off the list. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Are you even watching? Are you even looking at the stats? At least, oh, like, he, if, he's if watching. Just looking at the stats. He fucking Man. announces games. <laughs> yeah, but it's like how – so how – like it doesn't make sense. What's the explanation? You don't just forget a top player in the league, literally a top two player. The previous MVP for the past two years, how do you just forget? It was probably one of those situations where it's like, eh, we already know everybody else is going to give him some votes. He's going to get second regardless, so I'm going to vote for, for some other people. <laughs> for Jokic to, to, to not receive a vote, that that's just – Insanity. He left out Jokic and LeBron. 
Well, LeBron, LeBron didn't get a vote, but... Yeah, LeBron didn't get a vote at all. Which is like, absurd, too. The, the, it's... I don't know. He didn't have... LeBron, <laughs> like... He didn't have this year, like, he didn't pop off the, the screen to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, normally LeBron's like, oh, my God, LeBron's doing this, LeBron's doing that. He still had a insanely good, like, statistical year. But, like, it wasn't nothing, like, eye-popping, like, off the screen, like, dunking, whatever, I guess. I don't know. And their team was, yeah. like, at the bottom of the Western Conference for the majority of the year. So that's Which is fair, but we... Played a role into it. But for a guy that is top of the Western Conference, previous two-year MVP... It's insane, no doubt. I, I, I wish I had... Do y'all know his top five votes or the order? I'm pretty sure that he had. Yeah, it was. I should pull it up. Mark Jackson. I know he had Shaw. Coach of the Knicks, Shaw, right? Shy, Shay. Yeah. Good he used guy. to be. The, no, he used to play. He used to be the coach for the Warriors. I know. I don't. Know, I don't know about the Knicks. He played on the Knicks. Is that what it was? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Either way, he had Shea. I'm yeah, Joel. Sure he had Donovan Mitchell. Go ahead. Yeah, Joel, Giannis, all in order, by the way. Joel, Giannis, Jason Tatum, Shea, and Donovan. <laughs> Which I think, I mean, that's the same. Who, who's not? That's the order it played out, no? What do you mean? Like the order, like the in, the MVP voting actually played out Jokic. altogether. Was Jokic second? Because I know Donovan. Yeah. I know Donovan was fifth, or what's he sixth? Jokic I can't remember. second. Is this yeah, guy serious? Say, Jokic was like. No, a- I just remember Donovan being fifth. So, like, in my brain, I'm like. All right, if Jokic is in there, he's not going to be fifth anymore. But maybe he was sixth. I don't know. Donovan fifth. Like I can, I can even live with that, really. But a guy who didn't make the playoffs and is like, <laughs> I don't have words. Shea, Shea finished Shea. fourth overall. Anyway, so a lot of people still had him up there, but Dude. behind Jokic. Shea, I understand. Shea, yes, Shea was getting. I mean, Shea this year. Shea was in the regular season. Obviously, his team didn't do as well, but he was. It was pretty incredible what he was able to do. I hope you're not trying to make a point for him. No, to I'm be saying. Over I'm not. I just said that for him to not be up there is criminal, and obviously, a second choice. He should be up there above Shea without a question. But I'm just saying, Shea probably. I could live with Shea deserving the fourth spot. So, what puts Shea over Damian Lillard? The stats. Made the plan. And Making the plan. Better. His team was better, and he had better stats. That was a bad argument. Yeah. Jokic's team was better, and he had better stats. I'm not saying Jokic's team was there, but you said Lillard. Yeah, but that's my point. What's your which point? <laughs> how, how are we? How are we putting Shea? How does he put Shea? Above everybody push all right, not not above Jokic. Jesus Christ. Nobody's yeah. putting Shea above Jokic except we Mark Jackson. Even... He came out and apologized. Like I, yeah. I I gave him props for that. So we, I mean we just said it shouldn't be that way. But we you just asked if it was Yeah. What is the difference? Come clapping back. <laughs> like, is Shea a, better than Lillard? What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. Then how do you leave Jokic off? Seven, seven, <laughs> seven game, a seven game difference. Neither one of them made the playoffs. All right. So what's like? Uh, it doesn't have to be a separate argument here, but or a separate topic. But I'm just saying something to look at. What is so different about it? What is so different about what? Damian, Damian Lillard and Shea. Uh, Pull them up. I, I, I want to see the stats too. Damian Lillard averaged 32, seven assists, and four rebounds. Shea, Shea has 31, four, and five, but Shea shot way better from the field. Shea's field goal percentage was like, yeah, he was shooting. Over 50. Yeah, he was over 50% okay. from the field on the year. Damian Lillard? 46. Oh, shot my better. God. So we're talking about a percentage of 4%. Dude, do you understand that like only yeah. – only centers Port- tend to shoot over 50%. So for a guard to do that is insane. The Portland Trailblazers are 33 and 49. The Oklahoma City Thunder were 40 and 42. So they were seven games apart. That's pretty severe. Portland was third to the bottom in the Western Conference. Also, uh, player efficiency rating, Shea has Lillard beaten that by half a point. 
and win shares, he had them beat by two. Yeah, you guys so flip sure And his team is better. I'm not, I'm not flip flopping. There's the difference. You're, but you're saying your first argument is immediately his stats are better. Pull up the stats. Stats are not better. So now you're going fishing for whatever stats you can find that are better. What stats are not better? Every he stat scored, is better. Lillard except, score, except scores the more, rebounds more, assists more. The main three statistics that everybody more. looks at. The rebound actually the exact same. Oh my gosh! And the points per game were different by like uh, a, what three quarters of a point. Oh look, you almost said yeah, half a I point, am. but then you realize, then you realize the same argument I'm making for no, the no, no. field goal I, percentage. I gave, you, and... I gave you good stats for the reason that he's above half Lillard. He's shooting. Kendall just brought it up. He's shooting fifty-one percent from the field. Lillard shooting fifty-six. Nah, y'all are crazy. Forty-six. 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 Yes. Lillard's effective field goal percentage is higher. What? What? What's three-point percentage? It's that, that's what three, I'm saying. Like, well, there's three percent higher, but I mean, like, now we're just arguing bullshit. <laughs> no, like, see, when I do it, when I do it, now we're just arguing, picking stats and arguing. But you guys, can I mean, do it. I mean, it is. We can go over every stat on the board and just be like, oh, is Lillard better? Is Shea better? But obviously, the NBA voters thought Shea was the fourth best player this year, and Lillard was because not. he's a surprise. And Lillard's been doing this shit for how long? And he gets no because Shea carried that team who was not expected to even be a, a conversation. To be in the playing, let alone the playoffs. They were one game from the playoffs. <laughs> All right. We're rewarding playing games now. Nice. No, Lillard. No, Lillard's team finished third. He finished in the bottom of the Western Conference. Maybe he was trying to get a better draft pick. It doesn't matter because neither one of them are going to the playoffs. Uh, that's Shea the thing. Had a, Shea, Shea had a, had a chance. chance. So, Did he make the playoffs? Participation trophies don't count. They don't. But okay. All right. Let All right, so we're just going to ignore that part of the conversation altogether. What? Part The part that he carried the team into the play-in and had a chance for the playoffs and that Damian Lillard finished in the bottom of the Western Conference. We're just going to ignore that part and just compare stats. That's what, that's what the MVP should be. So it's all about how your team does because Joel Embiid was third. No, it's a it's an all-around conversation. Overall. It's a conversation. You're comparing stats. We're comparing stats and team performance. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I'm going to time clip this so everybody can watch. Y'all are absurd. Your argument's absurd. We're comparing stats Bring it and up. player perform- or team performance. You're prepar- you're Neither one made, a, made the playoffs. Who right. cares? But one team I mean, I did significantly that. better and it had a be- chance to make the playoffs. Chances don't count unless you're paying – Horseshoes He's and hangers. They won a game. He had to win one more because he's the tenth seed. What did Damian? Where where did they? Tenth seed. What is that? A couple years ago. What is that? Not in the playoffs. Okay. You know who what else? is that this year? Not in the playoffs. Cody, I agree. It's not in the playoffs, right? But are you taking a guy who guy. has a chance to make the playoffs? It's you're using a if you're not first, you're last type of mindset here. That's a fact. Is cool, I guess, but like at the same time, it's not because you have to. Go look at the two rosters, compare the two rosters, and see. Both of those guys were forced to pretty much carry a team on their shoulders. Shea was able to do so. Damian Lillard wasn't able to do so as much. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I actually cannot with you guys. I might, after this, I'm going to pull up a little comparison. I, there's How, a website I just want to know your them. final reasoning why that's not a good argument. Because neither one to of use them use the total the total scope of the situation. Question, then no, I'm trying to expand off. on my question so I make it clear. To like use the total scope of their stats, compare those and their team performance when they are both the star players of their team, and compare them directly. Like, how is that not? Okay, a good so then let me ask you a question: comparison? What what weighs more to you, a player's performance or the team performance? And you, but you just answered. But I'm, asking, I'm just, I'm just asking you a question. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I'm for MVP voting, here. I will put it together. That you have to put it together for MVP, MVP voting. So they're both equally accounted for. Those yes, those those okay. conversations yes. All right. So then let me give hit you with an analogy here. If those are equally accounted for, then why does someone like Giannis, who is pretty close to the statistics of Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic not get the MVP award when his team was the number one 
overall team in the NBA? I don't know. That's voters that, but like, I don't have the stats up here. But so, was... so, okay. But okay. Then let me rephrase that. So then by the way, you grade the MVP voting, your MVP vote would be for yes, Giannis. Yes. I to- I've said that on this podcast that my MVP vote was for Giannis. I've actually okay. said that. That's he fair. Has, he has said that's that. That's fair. I'm just, I'm just making sure that all the stars. Uh, I just look, I just looked up another statistic. Just last thing. Cause we're, We've been on this nonsense for with Shay and Dame for for a minute. Dion, uh, yeah, just the, a random ass conversation. We never put the banners up at the bottom this whole time. By the way, um, didn't want to, you know. Anyway, um, thanks for pointing that out. No. Shay, <laughs> now it's gonna be awkward when it drops. Shay heads up versus dropping out. Damian Lillard, Shea has an overall record of seven against Damian Lillard's five wins. So, head-to-head, Shea beats him. But, I will say, the stats between the two, Damian Lillard's stats were better heads up, but the team performance, the Thunder were able to come out on top. So, is, that's that's where I'm not making an argument. I'm not making gotcha, a point here. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. I was just asking, is it the MVP award or is it the MVT award? Uh, well, you got to be valuable for to your team in order to, to win games. Okay, so if he's statistically doing better than the other player, what more can we ask from him? He just got to make his his <laughs> what like what can you ask? I'm not making an argument. I just said that. yeah. I know, I know. I wouldn't either because you can't if he's statistically <laughs> playing better. Then how is that on him if his team doesn't perform? I don't know. Ask the viewers. I don't know why you're asking. I'm asking him right now. That was I mean, maybe the way he's performing isn't the – maybe he's stat padding, you know? Stats stats can tell a different like, story for everybody, you know? That's true, like Jason Tatum did last night. Okay. He had a horrendous true. game and stat padded towards the end. Okay, Another he did hit the three-point uh, shot that took the lead. And the next one. And the next one. My last claim about Shea Gilgis um, involves Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan Mitchell acted like he should have been on first team All NBA over Shea, and I think that was just a bad take. But uh, yeah, I actually pulled out the stats for that earlier, but we changed topics. Um, let's see, where where did I put Shea? All right, Donovan twenty eight four and four, Shea thirty one four and five. Did shoot better. Shea shot 3% better from the field. Donovan shot better from three. Had a better player efficiency. And a better win share. So, I guess I'll give it that to him. And Luke is obviously better than Donovan. So, But if you're – I mean, if you're up for an award like that, maybe maybe don't tweet that out. But, uh, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe don't. I, I had a point in this, this beard. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just bad on Mitchell's part. Like you're an All NBA player, man. You got second team. You put together a poor performance in the playoffs. On a, you know, that's not that's not that doesn't get taken into the account. Though. I mean, that's I know. Voted on like, before. Don't go tweeting that after the fact. Just accept your second team and and move on. It's still a pretty high honor. And Shea had a better season. Give the guy credit. He won. I mean. That was Shea's first time being on an All-NBA team. So, do you think it's anything to do with Louisville, Kentucky? No. I mean. If it, if it was, Devin Booker fans, would be on second team. and from a fan's perspective. But... Okay. Sorry. I'm trying to look at the stats, and everything I keep oh, going up wants to show me career stats. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Let's just move on. Like, we've talked about it for 20, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all right. Bad. All right. Fair enough. NFL, right? Unless we had anything left with the NBA, I think we're done on that. Oh, one last mm-hmm. thing. So tonight's ma- sorry, tonight's matchup, Knicks versus the Heat. We have a special guest in the arena for that game. Referee Scott Foster. So the Heat are 0 and 5 this season when Scott Foster is officiating. Yep, yes they are. So why is Scott Foster like just like every graphic I ever see? <laughs> Scott Foster, the Lakers are blah 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 and blah. The Heat are blah 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 and blah. LeBron James is blah 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 and blah. When Scott Foster referees, like what, what the the CP three stat is crazy too. I think when Scott Foster officiates any of his playoff games, he Jeez. he hasn't won. Hey, like he has not 17. won. 
which yeah, Chris, Chris that's, Paul is just not good at basketball. Yeah, but and that's another topic too that I should have brought up is the fact that Chris not, Paul is just absolutely flaking in the playoffs. Well, he's he, also he hasn't played him, the last three games. Yeah, flaked. That's, that's the point. He's flaking. He's not showing up. <laughs> I mean, this dude yeah. just wants to argue to argue. No, I mean, I I I just don't like arguing injuries against players because, like, what can you do? Yeah, every time in the playoffs. He's always injured, which I'll give him a little bit of He's old. because he is about 40. So. But maybe it's just time to ring, to, for him to hang it up. You know, he's trying to chase a ring, and it's just uh, not meant to be. The Suns said they were going to shop him this offseason. Who wants him, to be honest? I just seen, actually, a tweet come out talking about uh, where will CP3 and DeAndre Ayton go. So that'll be interesting. Because Ayton also didn't play last night, which yeah, that that's a big, big factor as well. Yeah, I mean. Uh, as soon as I saw he wasn't playing, I immediately went to the prize picks and took Jokic points, rebounds, assist over. Did you hit? Yes. Of course. Nice. All right. That is uh, – we didn't even talk about the Scott Foster thing, but whatever. That's NBA. We hopped around from game to game, so there's no way to pinpoint each and every game. But um, last thing, NFL. So the schedules came out. Um, let's see. First things first, primetime NFL games. Uh, the Chiefs, Bills, Cowboys, and Chargers lead the league with six primetime games. Uh, and then there's some special games we got after that. So, primetime, you got my Texans down there with zero. Falcons with zero. <laughs> Cardinals with zero. What is that? Is that the top zero. four picks from the draft? It's pretty it's- close. Well, I think it is because the Texans had two of them, but yeah. Where, where did the Falcons go? I don't were know. they fifth? They were right around that area. Cardinals might have been the fifth. Maybe. Cardinals mm. traded back. Yeah, maybe. Um, Either way, zero zero just seems like a like that should like every team should rude. have at least one. You know? <laughs> I mean, those divisions. All those divisions suck, though. Like, the AFC South, the NFC South, and... I mean, the Cardinals division is good, but... Yeah, they have some... The Cardinals, like, they play... Like, they have some stars on the field in those games. They should definitely... The Cardinals... But Murray, Murray's going to be hurt for half a season. So, I don't right, know. But with... Is Thursday night football not counted as prime time? Because every team has to play that. No. It or, should. I don't, Interesting. I don't that is interesting, but maybe the athletics got it wrong here. But the fact that you have C.J. Stroud, well, you have two of the top three picks in the draft should get you at least one game. People want to see this this quarterback perform. I especially want to see him play. The fact that the Commanders have won and the Texans don't is absurd, Texans, especially with the kind of market that Houston is. Yeah, but the Texans are just bad at football. Yeah, the Commanders are actually decent at football. They made a run for it at the end of the season I mean, last year. I think I saw Cody put on his Instagram the other day, like when they really or last night or yesterday, whatever it was. When I they wish I had the schedule. schedule. He said, "Oh, 14 wins." Uh, <laughs> easily, easily a 14 win. The only games I see him dropping is to the Ravens and then the Bengals. So. Yeah, Ravens and Bengals actually open up against each other um, September 17th, maybe in Cincinnati. So. No, maybe. that's that's week two. Oh, it's home opener yeah. for Cincy, though. Yeah. The Ravens open up against who Who else? The Texans. Oh. <laughs> the Ravens will be 1-0 and to start the year. Um, so you're saying y'all finish the year 14-1, what I'm hearing. Me? Yes, the Texans, since you predicted 14-2. No. Wait, What? No, you said you said the Texans would lose to the Ravens, so y'all are starting off 0-1 in your head, and you mm-hmm. had predicted a total record of 14-2. So you're saying you finished the season. Well, technically they have 14. 17 games, though, right? So I'm missing yes, one. Yes, that's true. So you... I'm just saying 14 wins. That's, that's what I counted up whenever okay. I looked at the schedule, and I remember in my head specifically I counted the Ravens as a loss and the Bengals as a loss. Other according, than that, I'm, according I'm seeing dubs this... on the board. According to this graphic, they have 18 games. Well, one's about no, 18 week. weeks. 18 weeks. Where's the bat? Uh, actually, I don't know, but that's how it was on the other it's graphic. It's the second to last row to the left. Oh, they played the Ravens, they, you know? Yeah, they played. Oh, <laughs> I, I was looking at that. I'm like, holy shit, they played the Ravens twice. That's tough. 
I mean, no, I just sent this graphic in for us to pull up because uh, they have a Christmas Day game against the 49ers in San Francisco at 8-15, and he's saying it's evil, and I, I 100% agree because the, me- the Ravens media coaches and players are going to be on the other side of the country for, for Christmas. I mean, that just sucks. Sucks making millions. I would hate yeah. it. Too. I mean, the media is not. <laughs> no, the play the players are making millions. The media is not. So I mean, I'm just I'm just talking about them mainly. That that honestly sucks. Does the Balt- does Baltimore media like travel with the team to road games like that far away? Yeah, I think all media. Like, look at the other Christmas Day games. The Raiders in Kansas City. I mean, that's not too far. It's still away for Christmas, but and then the Giants in Philly. New York and Philadelphia is close, but the other two are not close. What game do they play in London? Uh, against the Titans. Titans Baltimore's in London? Six. That's kind of yes. cool. It's huh. a 9-30 game. Interesting. Bryson will be asleep for that one. Yep, I'm asleep during all the damn NBA playoff games because nor do I want to watch the Suns. But It's, it's 9-30 a.m., so. I think we knew. Uh, Cody, he was uh, talking, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get too far was, into it. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just relating. Okay, that's all. Oh, my bad. I figured you were saying that like, you were asleep for all the NBA games <laughs> because they were late at night. So I thought you were referring to the 930 game being late at night, but it's actually early in the morning. Cody would be awake. For gotcha. He likes no, to but I do love the 930. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's, yeah. Anyways, um, I want to pull this back up real quick. So we got the Chiefs, Bills, Chargers, and Cowboys at the top for the primetime games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe the Bengals should be a little bit higher. Give us six for Cincinnati guys. I don't know. Let's pull up. Let's pull up the, straight uh, to the schedule. Yeah, I feel like the, the, the one I saw on there it, it, with five, the Aaron Rodgers what? effect, Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look right here. The uh, the top eight teams are all from the AFC North and the – or not the AFC North, the AFC East and the NFC East. So the top eight team in the strength of schedule will take up two divisions. It's insane. Yeah, that Eagles division is stacked, kind of. And the Jets. You got Rodgers, Allen, Tua, and Mac Jones. In one division. One of those guys. This is dead belong. <laughs> Which guy doesn't belong? Mac Jones actually didn't have that bad of a year. Yeah, besides when he got benched. Yeah. For the most <laughs> majority of the year he played well. And then... and then the Bengals are down here in the middle of the pack. I guess that's why they don't have that many primetime games. Maybe they're not facing that many good opponents. Strength of schedule. See who we got at the bottom there. What do we got at the bottom? Third from the bottom. Third from the bottom. And y'all are calling me crazy for a 14-win year. How much you want to – can I wager the under? No. No, The under's probably one. (laughs) I don't take bets on the Houston Texans. The the bottom two teams are from the same division as well. That just goes to show – And then the next two are from the same team. Anybody watching this? Next three. He's not serious when it comes to his fandom for a team. How? Um, because I just you said they're going to win fourteen games. And I asked you to place a slight, small wager on there, and you're just opposed to it. So. Because I'm not going to place a bet on my team. I feel like that's bad luck. I've never done that. So that's oh, just good, the way it goes. Good, not, way to catch that. Nice catch. Way to cover what? it up. I'm just saying I'm not going to do that. But I'm saying that a fourteen win season is not out of the realm of possibility. Just so, like I replied. That's completely out of the realm of possibility. No, just like I replied to Dalton today on Twitter, the fact that Louisville's football team making the ACC championship is not a bizarre thought. It's that's two completely different things. It's but I'm just not, saying, definitely not a bizarre thought because the way that the ACC is constructed. But we're not going to get into college football yet. It's and, not and, that time of the year. And the schedule. Yeah, the schedule sets up well for them. I will say there's a couple of trap games in there, but. I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying it's a out of the realm possibility. No. <laughs> uh, the, the schedule, yeah. and that, that's my point, is the argument for the schedule is light for Louisville. It's on the lighter side. We just saw the strength of schedule for the Texans. We I have, wouldn't say the schedule is uh, as light as people think, though. Like they have Duke It's not. 
Duke right. is a team that is that's a trap game for sure. And Duke's a team that last year I think they won nine games or something. They're a lot better than they were. Uh, they have Notre Dame. Team's gonna be good like always. They have Kentucky gonna be decent. Like it, it's gonna be. Um, it, it's a schedule that I could see them easily winning nine games. Like I would bet the I, I want to bet the over. I think the over is like seven and a half. I feel like they're gonna win at least eight. But I agree. I'm thinking ACC championship. Yeah, if they can get past like NC State and a couple of those other ones, I think they might. Well, I still don't think we're going to go to the ACC championship game. Like, we would have to still win out in the ACC. Because it, it takes the it takes every team into consideration. Now, there's no divisions anymore, even though we were in the toughest division. So, I guess technically we have a better chance. Yeah, we definitely have a better chance. We avoid Clemson, but we do play Miami. Yeah, Miami's going to be good. Never know how that's well, – they have hype every single year, and then they're bad. So, All right. Back to the NFL. Let's yeah, let's pull up these. the pull up that first. Then we're gonna pull up the Texans schedule, and I'm gonna let you run through. What okay. Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I like that. All right. So, 2023 NFL games to mention. This is from Foxman 1987 here on Twitter. <laughs> um, it's Amazon Prime Video Black Friday game, November 24th. Dolphins versus the Jets. That could be a good matchup. Aaron it's the first Rogers. Black Friday game. Yeah, which is I think that was Amazon that pulled the string, right, to get that done. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's on Prime, which is absurd. And then we got a Christmas Day game on Fox. <laughs> Obviously, it's on December twenty fifth. The Giants and the Eagles. Not too about that. Then, but yeah, the New Year's the New Year's Eve game. That's kind of crazy. I was thinking about it because they released the schedule. I was in the car yesterday. And I heard it. I'm like, they said they're having a New Year's game. I'm like, when's the playoffs going to be played for college? Like, did they just say fuck them? Or is, or they on December 30th now? They play on the the first all the time. The playoffs is always on the first. It was on the 31st last year. I just know it's always on one of those days. You're right because I remember when the ball dropped. That's when that Ohio they missed the kick. Missed the kick. Yeah, that's right. And I feel like they wouldn't. I feel like they wouldn't want to miss an opportunity again to have a game like is it, the college playoffs on New Year's Eve. But the NFL does pull in more money, so. But I feel like it might have just we might have just got lucky and it fell on a Saturday. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is maybe the what days are those? Like a Sunday maybe, versus maybe, but I, I feel like they're always played on New Year's Eve. Which also the NFL yeah. is playing so this year, like hell on, Saturday the, the, games. Yeah, the college game, the college one should be on the thirtieth because that's on a Saturday. The thirty first is on a Sunday this year. I would imagine that's what it is. Yeah, I could see them playing on a Monday. What college? Yeah, I mean you might as well because two weeks later is on a Monday the championship game. Yeah, like why not? The cha- they always play the championship on Monday. I saw the. I don't know. It's all over the place with scheduling because they they're trying to they have to avoid each other at all costs to maximize like viewership and stuff so which is absurd there's so much like when you get to that point there's so much football to watch it's unbelievable kind of going back to the nba for a second but just got a notification on my phone uh fred van vliet and terry rozier are linked to the suns so might be a possible landing spot for them what and cp3 probably gonna be out there probably gonna be out of there scary scary all right, but uh, let let's pull up the Texans, the Texans schedule real quick. I want to run you through these games real quick. All right, so week one against Ravens, you already said you envisioned uh, a loss. Your team losing that one. Colts, okay. W, W, Jaguars. W. That no, 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 Jaguars. That's a playoff team. W. Okay. In Jacksonville, crazy. Steelers. Uh, that's W. A home. Okay. Falcons, bad team. W. Saints, that's a good team. Good defense. Rookie quarterback. W. That's an L. Bye uh, week. Bye week. Might as well be an L. Um at the Panthers. That's a that's not a division opponent. Another rookie quarterback. One and two, actually. One versus two right there. That, that should be a prime time game. Yeah, I agree. That should be the one. 
So probably that's not though. Thursday night football. That's a W, though. We go in there and stomp them. Um, Bucks. W. Move on. Bengals. Bengals. I'll take an L there. Cardinals. Cardinals. This could could be. Close game. Could be Kyler Murray's first game back. Close game. W. He's not prepared. Even if he's back, he's not ready for it. (laughs) Next game. Broncos. They're major. Oh, I'm sorry. Jaguars again. Yeah, we stomp them again. (laughs) We got the. This time at home. We ride. Broncos. Broncos. Their ass. Jets. Okay. This is the first team I get a little scared about. Close game. <laughs> maybe an L. Maybe, but I ain't chalking it up all the way. Just that's because that's, it's, it's that's at New there. York. Yeah, that's that's the big kicker for me. So okay, I'll count it as an L. All right. Fair. Mm-hmm. Titans. Oh my gosh. Molly whop them. It's not even facing Will Levis right there. Yep. Not a problem. Then, uh, Browns. Even less of a problem. Titans, do it to them again. And then the Colts finish off the season. We're looking good. So what I count? Three losses in there? So what's that? 14 wins? <clears throat> yeah. All right. Somehow, Somehow some real, real quick, we pull that back up. I want to see you guys go through it and tell me what you think. All right. Hold up. Got to pull up again. Just what games do you think is going to be losses? I'll let All you right. go first, Kendall. Uh, Ravens, L. Colts, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it depends. If AR if AR fifteen's playing quarterback, I'll give it to you. Um, Jaguars L, Steelers L, at the Falcons L, <laughs> L, bye week at the Panthers. Good defense from uh, there. Panthers have a decent defense. They held a lot of teams with uh, a little low amount of points last year. I'll say it's another L. Buc- so you're saying we're starting <laughs> one and eight? One and seven? Uh, I'm not done yet. Buccaneers. Um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield maybe playing quarterback. Dub for, for them. I don't like Baker Mayfield at all. So, you go. You got two. At the Bengals, L. Cardinals, L. Jaguars again. Another playoff team, L. Denver Broncos. That one, they are not good at football. Um, <laughs> Just got Sean Payton, though. I think they have a better year than they did last year. Indeed, they do have Sean Payton, L. At the Jets, <laughs> L. At the Titans, that's an L also. Versus the Browns, Deshaun Watson's not very good. I'm still going to say L. Titans, again, You're just being L. a hater. And Colts, W. So what is that, four wins? I feel like that's respectful. You said three. You did three wins, and that's the same as last year. So you're thinking we make improvements and we do the same. Colts, Buccaneers, and Colts. Yeah, that's it. That's all you get. Look. What I'm thinking is I'm going to let you split your division matchup, so I'm giving you three ones off the bat. Who do y'all got? Y'all got the Colts in your division. Are the Jags in your division? Yep. Jags and Titans. So I'm going to give you three wins there. Maybe two against the Colts and one against, and one against the Titans because I think the Jaguars are going to whop y'all. Um, mop y'all. My bad, I said whop. <laughs> uh, so Some I'm giving you three wins. So... Three and three right now. Why do you guys <laughs> three, three three and four? Ad. I just noticed that. <laughs> uh, to... I, don't, I don't even buy that. All right. Anyway, that one. Uh, the Ravens, L, three and four. Steelers, L, three and five. Falcons, three and six. Saints, three and seven. Panthers, mm, three and eight. Bucks three and nine, three and ten. Bengals. I'll give you this one. Four and ten versus the Cardinals. Jags. That's one of the division games. Um, I'm giving give y'all an L. What am I at? Four and eleven. Four and twelve. Then the final out of division game is the Browns. I like that I'm four, so I'm gonna give y'all that. Y'all are saying four thirteen. Four wins. I'll remember that. What's absurd though is you just told us we have a better chance of beating the Cardinals than we do the Broncos. Because of Sean Payton? Is that the Sean Payton effect? Yes, and I don't think Russell Wilson's going to have a horrible year with an all-time coach. Okay. So. Well, <laughs> either way, I mean, for you all to say three and four is is absolutely insane. I'm, I'm like, all right, let me, let me be realistic here. I'm going to say seven wins is guaranteed 
Guaranteed. All right, Guaranteed. so uh, actually, you never mind. You're not going to bet against. You're not going to bet for your team. Correct. But if Perfect. if I was a betting man, I would take seven. I would take six and a half. Six and a half over. That's what I would do if I was a betting man. I mean, I think the line is way. It might be half that, so I think you should bet. Yeah, I, if you have I, I that much the, confidence, I give the team three wins, and their over/under win total is probably three and a half, and I'm called crazy. So, uh, whatever, you know, absurd. Not... That's absurdly crazy. All right, well, yo, what happened Bobby, to bizarre? I missed y'all that let word. us, y'all let us bizarre. know in the comments. Uh, what, what do you think the Houston Texans are going to do? Uh, let's let them look at us. We're beautiful. Yeah, the Houston Texas topic is quite the topic to end on. Not gonna lie. Not gonna be the banger um, from last episode. Then go, uh, go follow. Jeez. Go follow the TikTok. Subscribe. Like the YouTube videos. We're we're on the come up here. If you're not with Players World, you're missing out. That's a W. We got some fire articles coming soon. (laughs) 